The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, all this week on the programme, we've been looking at Ireland's fascination with cocaine. We've heard from the users, the former addicts and those working to support them. This morning, our reporter, Josh Crosby, brings us a report from those working on the front line and we hear how they are dealing with the public who are on cocaine. I'm driving 30 years and it's at a pandemic level at night time. They're coming into taxi driver's car with an aggressive behaviour because of the cocaine. And that's what taxi drivers have to deal with all the time. And would you get lads even trying to take some in the back or talking about it? Yeah, you wouldn't mind if I done a line. I said, of course I mind. This is my livelihood. You're basically doing it in my workplace, my office. Of course, yeah. Beggars believe that they have the audacity to ask you, would it be all right? It seems to be the norm now with all these young kids. It's crazy. When hailing a taxi, it's usually to get from A to B. But with the increased use of cocaine, more and more drivers are having to witness passengers taking drugs in their cabs. This man, who preferred not to be named, said he was shocked to see it happen in his own car. It was the evening, all right, and there was in Blackrock a couple of months ago. And uh, there were two couples. I picked them on the street in Blackrock, going to Greystones. As soon as they got in my car, they were very quiet on the back. Straight away, within two minutes, they were sniffing cocaine, something like this, okay? They didn't even look at me. They didn't even say anything. Like, uh, that's just a snack, I was in shock for, all right? I was totally in shock. I did not expect them. First of all, they were looking, don't take me wrong, they were looking very pushy. Well-dressed. Well-dressed. So I was taken back. I didn't say anything because they were not violent. They were not loud. They weren't afraid of your dash cam, that they could be CCTV? No, they were not. Like I said, I did not even exist for them. So two couples, one was in the front? Yeah, the guy was in the front. And the people in the back were doing it? And then he did as well. He did it right beside oh, you? Oh, yeah, he did. Once once they finished, then he did. I, then I didn't say anything, you know. He I, didn't ask you, is no, this no, okay? No, or? no, no. That's what I'm saying, all of, all of them, you know. When it comes to responding to someone who needs assistance after taking cocaine, it's the paramedics working on the front line. Be it a concert, a festival, or rushing to a house party, they are there. They are seeing the effects of cocaine from the users who casually take it to those who are addicted. I met with paramedic Greg Lyons, who's SIP2 president for the ambulance sector. He says every call-out is different, but the number of incidents involving cocaine is on the rise. Cocaine is an everyday factor, unfortunately, in our walks of life. It's the -the on-the-spot, socialised element where they're in a setting and they've uh, snorted or ingested cocaine and we're getting the active live uh, ingredient where they're getting their buzz, getting their high, then they're coming down off it and then we get the paranoia, we get the fast heart rate, we get the raised temperature, we get the aggression. Uh, sometimes we get the euphoria feeling that they're invincible. So that would be the, the setting where they've generally taken it or ingested it, which is usually a social setting. And just when you say the aggression, we hear from users, maybe there's a sense of self-confidence as well. What's it like dealing with members of the public who have consumed cocaine? Yeah, it's a multi-factor approach here because it all depends on the consumption of cocaine because no one knows what cocaine's mixed with. And then on the extreme ends, you're getting the sheer aggression, sheer, I'm invincible and I have no issues taking you on, you or your colleagues on, that we would see probably far too often. I was going to say, you have experienced this, the confrontation, the anger? Yeah, I've experienced it myself. Uh, My colleagues experience it on a too often basis, so... It is there. It's usually the person that wants to get up in your face, that wants to be aggressive, that is sweating. You know, they're pretty much 
beating their hearts, pretty much beating throughout the chest. You know, you can see the the, the salvation of their lips, you know, they're drooling nearly, you know, and the anger. And that's, that's someone who has ingested a fast amount. With such high levels of cocaine being used across society, how is it harming the body? We can tell from Health Research Board figures that cocaine was implicated in 130 deaths in 2020, compared to 24 in 2011. Paramedic Greg Lyons describes what it's like arriving at the scene where someone has OD'd. I suppose an overdose of cocaine is different from an overdose of heroin and stuff like that because they both have different effects. The likes of heroin and opiate-based stuff would have a respiratory effect where it can potentially stop you from breathing. Cocaine could end up in that result depending what it's mixed with but usually it, they're out of their body their energy levels is through the roof it has uh, lasting effects on your vessels on your heart you know the damage it does to your brain and the damage it does to you socially and how do you prepare for these environments has it become more of a subject that you have to prepare for that you're going to be interacting and engaging with more members of the public who will be after consuming cocaine i suppose it's nearly an everyday situation if years gone by it would have been something you would see a weekend recreational drug now it's in a lot of settings it's the drug of the youth as well as the old uh, years ago it was a mature group a wealthy group now it's accessible to all and that's that's the epidemic probably pandemic that the world is experiencing in relation to cocaine because it's readily available. Gardaí are working with different police forces from around the world trying to stem the tide on a growing wave of supply entering the country. It was only five months ago we had the biggest cocaine seizure in Irish history. The Army Ranger Wing has boarded and taken control of a container ship off the coast of Cork this afternoon as the investigation into a major drug seizure off the Wexford coast continues. So how are these seizures affecting supply and how much is getting through? In relation to cocaine itself, I suppose to give an indication of how trends change, I was just looking at the operational statistics. If I go back as far as 2019, we would have seized approximately just over 60 kilograms of cocaine throughout the course of the year. So 2020, 209 kilos. 2021, just under 260 kilos. 2022, 390 plus kilos, it was in excess of 290. And then last year was a pretty exceptional year. Over 2.5 tonne of cocaine was seized. And is there any indication then, I know it's very hard, but like how much could potentially be slipping under the radar then? That's always the difficulty, really. Uh, You know, we hear down through the years, a lot of commentary that law enforcement probably intercepts between 10 and 20% of editing that's actually coming into a country. It's kind of, you know, impossible really to measure and come up with accurate figures in, in, in relation to that. The best way and the best indication of whether these type of seizures are, are having an impact or not would actually be to look at, at the prices because so what we have seen in recent times in our investigations and when I talk about recent times I'm talking about within the last three to six months is that the, the wholesale price of cocaine uh, for the large trafficking groups uh, into Ireland has actually increased by about 25%. Detective Chief Superintendent Seamus Boland is the head of the Garda Drugs and Organised Crime Bureau. It was interesting to hear from someone working in policing why casual users don't consider the link to fueling gangland. Most people in, in the population aren't living in an environment where they're witnessing the violence that these networks can attribute. In people's conscious minds, there's the, the thought process that cocaine is, you know, we see the labels, it's a party drug, it's a recreational drug. 
and language can be very important as well because you know that can kind of almost give an indication uh, yeah it's illegal but sure it, it can't be that bad but you can rest assured that 20 euro or that 100 euro or more that's handed over it does filter its way back up to the cartels at an international level Can I ask you like what Angara Shikana is doing to ensure its own members are not caught up in taking drugs and potentially leaving themselves vulnerable to tackling crime then? Yeah, well, that's that's the nature of, of society, Josh, that we live in in today as well. Like, we're, we're not naive to think that there wouldn't be members of Angara Shikan. It's been proved already in the past. You know, the danger for that is, first of all, you know, one of the unfortunate outcomes of levels of cocaine use as well, you know, it can lead to corruption at many different levels, uh, you know, and that can be in in civil society, but, but it, could, it could also lead to compromised positions or corruption within organisations like ourselves in law enforcement in Agarish Yukana. So it's something that the Garda Commissioner is taking extremely seriously. And there is a process that's being developed, not implemented fully at the moment, but is being developed and is under discussion at the moment to bring in mandatory drug testing for, for members of Agarish Yukana. Throughout this week, we've heard from the users, the former addicts, the addiction counsellors and publicans. But when it comes to looking ahead, where do those working on the front line see this going? Well, stopping it is where I suppose everyone wants to go, how that happens. Education of the damage it does to the person, to the families and to the general public, it has a lasting effect on everyone. Any family member who has experienced cocaine usage and have experienced family members who have gone through it, will know the consequences. The consequences of robbing, stealing and debt tears a family apart. I can speak on that personally from my own family situation where I've I've had a family member who had an addiction, uh, has really come through the other side, is a shining light to every other family member, but it has caused lasting damage to her family. We were very clear in Angara Shikana during the course of the Citizens' Assembly as well that we uh, support the current health-led approach that's undertaken by the government and that we have grave concerns about any normalisation of drug use and the implications that, that would actually arise. If Ireland was to legalise cocaine uh, tomorrow morning, you'll increase consumption, you'll increase, without a doubt, you know, the levels of addiction. I think the real people to listen to as well are, are the health professionals. Education, health supports and personal responsibility seem to be the running themes from those with experience and those working in emergency services. Back out on the streets of the capital and back to the taxi drivers who are picking up on the pulse of the city. How normalised has cocaine use become? It's rampant. They'd even ask you, like, can they uh, have a snort in the car? You'd hear them on the phones. Ah, no, it's, it's rampant. How do you react to that when someone says they want to dish it out? Ah, no, I just well, I wouldn't entertain that, though. But working as a tax driver, you're seeing what's going on on the night. You have a very good judgment of how the patterns are changing and the types of drugs uh, yeah, being used. Yeah, so the fact that it ends it or not, that's the way it is. And would there be maybe lads being asked to drop off or can you bring me outside town for a minute? And... Ah, yeah, so you got it all. Like, go and collect it and whatever. Well, how common would it be now for you to hear someone just talking about it? Maybe they're organising it on the phone. Ah, yeah, you'd hear that in the regular. On a night shift, yeah. You'd hear that every night. Every night? Yeah, every night, yeah. No bother to the mic. And that report from Josh Crosby talking to people on the front line uh, dealing with people who are taking cocaine and abusing cocaine, uh, ending our series Cocaine Nation. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.